confession. I have a three-date rule. The three-date rule states that if you and I can make it past three dates, then there's probably a solid chance that this could be going somewhere. If, however, we get to the third date or prior to and things have gotten really cold or I don't answer your text messages, it's probably a sign that I've cut the cord. But why three dates? Well, apart from the whole, you know, three wishes and three's a charm, there is a little bit of logic behind it. And that's what we're going to get into in this episode. Specifically, we're going to talk about the guy that started it all for me. So I hope wherever you are, whatever you're doing, and wherever you're going while you're listening to this, that you're in a happy place. My name is Amelia Reinhardt, and these are my confessions and misadventures. Date number one. His name was Michael, and he just moved to the city from a neighboring country across the sea. He and I started talking when I was giving him suggestions about places that he should go and things that he should see. And eventually he asked if I could accompany him at some stage. I thought it was pretty cool, so I thought, why not? And I've decided that the best place to start would probably be the museum. Now, the museum was in the center of the city, so it would be easy to get around to all of the places if we wanted to. Also, we were going to have to get public transport to get there. So, along with that, I didn't know this at the time, but coincidentally, he was actually going to start working right across the road from the museum. So it, it just kind of worked out perfectly, without even me trying. The morning of, I was waiting at the train station when I suddenly got a message. He was running a bit late. Which is totally fine, by the way. I could never complain about that. I'm late to everything. And I wasn't complaining at that point. It was going to be beneficial for him. In fact, it was actually quite good because I really wanted to get myself a hot chocolate. I was so nervous. Anything, anything was going to help me calm my nerves. (laughs) So I offered to buy him a coffee as well. He agreed, and I ordered our beverages before I decided to go and wait for him at the actual station. Now, I remember the moment so distinctly when the tram started pulling up, and it was like everything went in slow motion, because I looked up, and my eyes just automatically knew exactly where they needed to look because we locked eyes almost immediately. This tram packed, packed full of random people, blue collar workers who were on their way to their jobs. And there he was. He stepped off the tram and I was expecting a really weird introductory, hi, my name's Michael kind of thing. But we got talking straight away. And it wasn't like we were strangers meeting for the first time. It felt more like we were friends who hadn't seen each other in ages, just catching up. 
So the trip to the museum that followed was super comfortable and quite fun. Actually, it was hilarious <laughs> because there was a school group who was there at the same time we were and one of the kids in that group his name was Michael <laughs> so every time the teacher would call out Michael <laughs> both the kid and the guy that I was on a date with would turn around <laughs> I, I had to remind Michael that he wasn't 12 years old every so often it was it was great it was hilarious and the date was actually going very well so I thought hey it would be a good idea if we went and got some lunch well actually he was complaining about being hungry so we decided we'd go for lunch and we decided on pancakes now I know that sounds like a weird option maybe it doesn't but I feel like for some people it would sound like a weird option now, the reason why I opted for pancakes is because there's so many options that you could have. In fact, I actually just went for pancakes last night with my favorite girlfriends. It, it's a good, cute option for a date, I think, because you can have savory pancakes. There's, you know, there's vegetable pancakes, potato pancakes, pancakes with cheese. So I thought it was a good option. Or then there's crepes and fruit toppings and ice cream things like that you know he thought so too and he voiced that while we were eating but of course i had to go ahead and ruin a perfect moment i opened my mouth and i was like yeah my ex and i thought so too when we were here if there is anything you're going to take away from this anything at all don't don't ever even if that other person is going to find out don't mention your ex in a first date. It's just poor form in every sense of the word. You're bringing up something from the past. You're making it look like you're still attached. It's just terrible. Just terrible. So don't do it. Although <laughs> he kind of brushed it off. He, he didn't really notice or care by the looks of it. So that was kind of good. Once we'd finished, we figured that there was time for one more stop and I knew just the place the library I know it sounds geeky but what do you expect from someone who's making a podcast about her life right now <laughs> but yes the library which is actually one of my favorite places in the city imagine this a wide open room where right in the center is like a podium. From that podium, rows of desks are neatly filed out. Very neat rows. You look around and there's about four floors full of bookshelves where all of the books are color coordinated. Within those walls, there's also exhibits and random pieces of old formats for books so things from tablets and when I say tablets I don't mean iPads I mean like tablets stone tablets and parchment and gorgeous gigantic hardbacks and all of this is covered by a gigantic green dome if you have seen any 
huge library in a movie where it looks really old school imagine that but it, it is scaled down a bit it's not quite as big it's just the kind of place that you get lost in so i was really excited to show the show him this place we explored a little bit and he seemed to appreciate it not quite as much as i did but he definitely did seem to appreciate it actually thinking back on it i'm not even sure if he was a bookworm at all Anyway, the date ended, and we went our separate ways, and I felt good, like I felt happy. I felt happy for the experience, and I I thought things went really well. As I was recounting to my friend later on that night, I mentioned to her that it was a really good date, like even though neither of us had previously acknowledged that it was a date, we kind of just thought that it was two people hanging out. It, it was definitely a date. When I went to bed and woke up the next morning, I was happy and grateful. And I was expecting that I was going to hear from him at some point. But for the rest of the following day, I heard nothing. Now, when I say I never heard from him, I meant more so that day and the couple of days that followed after that. In fact, it started getting to the point where I was looking at a lot of websites that offered dating advice and watching a lot of YouTube videos about whether he likes you or not. It was just, it was insane. I I had gone crazy. Although mind you, Now, if you didn't message me after three days, I'm taking the hint. But back then, I was like, hey, everything went really well. And we were still messaging after the date. So surely it can't have gone that bad. So I decided to bite the bullet and just message him. And surprisingly, very soon after that, not only did he reply, but we'd also set up a second date. We were going ice skating. And it was a terrible idea. (laughs) I remember (laughs) from the moment he stepped onto that ice, he thought he was just going to skate in the center and it was all going to be fine. It was a terrible idea. (laughs) Let me just put it this way. If you're not coordinated, you've got to hold on to something 90% of the time that you're on the ice. If you're both not coordinated, you are not letting go of each other. And we didn't. It was a very awkward, almost humiliating, but really enjoying time. (laughs) We spent about an hour on the ice until we got foot cramps and just decided it was too much. But we thought it was a bit too early to be wrapping up such a good night. So we decided we'd try and find the fireworks that was happening in the city. Now I know that sounds crazy because fireworks you'll you'll be able to see from you know 20 miles out of the city but no we wanted to find the spot that everyone was gathering for the fireworks. Now I thought that I could just wing it because generally I think I can wing a lot of things in life. In fact it's usually how the best things kind of happen for me. 
but this is not one of those times. <laughs> I thought that we could just make our way towards the river and eventually we were going to find a crowd of people who were all there watching the fireworks and it would have been fine. I vaguely knew the location of where it was going to be so I thought it was going to be easy for me to find. Unfortunately, we got very lost. <laughs> and by the time we kind of found people, the fireworks were over. I felt really, really disappointed and I felt so upset because I was like, I, I shouldn't have let my pride get in the way and I should have just did my research, but I didn't. Although, surprisingly, he didn't mind so much. And we ended up just taking a walk around the pier. We found a nice bench to sit and talk and it was quite blissful. And this is where I realized that the second date is kind of where you really get to know the person. And I think we really did get to know each other that day. I mean, he definitely figured out my bad habits, so. But I thought everything was going well. And it was a really gorgeous setting. The city lights were reflecting in the water and we were just surrounded by the right amount of shadow and light. And it was just like we were in a space of our own. Right up until he told me that on his last day in his country, he had spent it with his ex. And when I say spent it with his ex, I, I don't mean they just hung out. I mean, they hung out. Now this wasn't explicitly voiced to me, but I knew. I knew exactly what he meant. That made me realize that he, he's still attached. Not officially, but he's still attached. And it was so strange because we had had such a good night right up until that moment. It didn't feel right anymore. So very soon after that, we decided we would go and get hot chocolates and call it a night. As we were leaving the pier, there was this raised platform just off the sidewalk. As a joke, I decided I was going to step up on it. I turned to him and I was like, hey, I'm taller than you now. You have to listen to me. Something along those lines. Something that was just childish and, you know, my humor. <laughs> and he got up on the platform as well and, and ruined my moment, so thank you. <laughs> and we had a bit of a laugh about it. But then we ended up looking at each other and it was more than just a moment. It was a very dragged out lingering moment but nothing happened we just kind of looked at each other and, and left it alone we went and grabbed hot chocolates and went our separate ways and it was so strange because it didn't feel quite as fulfilling as the first date in fact I was starting to feel like I wasn't sure anymore. I knew that I liked him, but I had no idea what was going on with him. In fact, I wasn't even entirely sure whether he was considering these dates, whether he was just trying to make friends in a new city, which makes sense. But again, I wasn't sure. 
I guess we were going to find out on our third date. Date number three. This was the date. Now I say it like that because I have a three date rule and we're about to figure out what happens on the third date. We decided that we were going to watch a movie and at the time it was going to be coffee in a movie. So it was fairly standard. Now we went for coffee and it was very awkward because right next to our table there was a couple canoodling and she was sitting in his chair and hugging her partner and they were taking selfies. It was all very cute, but it was also very pressuring when you're on a date with a guy. You have no idea what's going on. It got even more awkward when he was rummaging through his backpack and all of a sudden a condom packet falls out. Well, I, I say condom packet, but it was actually an, an unused condom. Anyway, anyway, details. So it was very awkward because I saw it and he picked it up nonchalantly and turns at me and goes, haha, and shoves it back in. I apologize, <laughs> but that's what happened. <laughs> and we just kind of didn't mention it. And it was awkward because in all honesty, as much as I liked him, I didn't think about him that way and I wasn't sure whether I would ever want to go down that path with him which is kind of funny thinking about it now because there there have been so many people that I've, I've had that same thought about you know you'd see them in the street and you'd be like uh I would never but I don't know something gets to you anyway we finish our coffees we kind of just brush the whole situation off and we head to the cinema. <laughs> when we get there, one of my very distant family friends was at the counter serving popcorn. At the time, <laughs> Magic Mike was playing in the cinemas. So they had a lot of merchandise. One of those things happened to be um, a Magic Mike popcorn bucket where the men glow in the dark. As a joke, I turn to Michael and I go, hey, do you want me to get you the magic man bucket? <laughs> he said, no, it was fine. But he bought it for me anyway, as a joke. So picture this. <laughs> we go into a movie with a popcorn bucket where the men are glowing in the dark and we're there to see inside out. So we are surrounded by children and parents and, and toddlers and it, it was just inappropriate it was oh god it was a terrible idea and a terrible purchase and definitely not something that you would bring into a bloody movie made for children <laughs> the awkward doesn't stop there we accidentally sat in the wrong seats because there's allocated seating now I'm all for allocated seating if it's done right. However, oh, I'm not even going to get into this. Look, there are just some times where you just bite the bullet and, and sit in, in other seats if you have to. This was one of those times. Like, I, I'm sorry we had stolen your seats. However, there were two perfectly good seats literally right in front of us that would make absolutely no difference. 
just sit there. The people whose seats we'd stolen obviously asked us to move, so I got up and I got out of the aisle. Michael, on the other hand, decided he was going to jump over the row, and he did, and it was fine, and it's not like he stacked or anything, but there I was, pushing past people while he was already seated, and I felt like an absolute moron. Not his fault, by the way. In fact, it was probably a smart decision, although I was wearing a dress, so it probably wasn't going to be a smart idea for me. Right before the movie rolls, he elbows me and he goes, hey, and I've looked at him, smiled, and I'm like, hey, with confusion. And then he looks down and on the armrest, his hand is open. <laughs> and it wasn't until later on <laughs> when I realized that his hand was open because he wanted me to hold his hand. Did I hold his hand? No. What did I do instead? <laughs> I high-fived him. I high-fived him. Let that settle in for a second. <laughs> Let's just say the rest of the date was very awkward and we went our separate ways. And that was the last time I ever saw him. So, why three dates? What's the logic in that? Well, I feel like the first date is kind of like a sensationalized version of yourself. I'm not saying it's not you. I'm saying it's you trying to make the best impression. I mean, let's be real. You're not gonna glam yourself up every day. You're not gonna wear your best dress every day. You're not going to comb your hair that way all the time, right? And if you do, well, props to you for putting in that effort every day. I know that I'm not going to want that. Also, I know that this is a case-by-case -case basis. Which is why, generally by the second date, it's where you kind of start to really pick up on how a person is. Really see the things that are outside that initial sense of excitement and nervousness. Which is why I feel like by the third date, that's kind of when you know whether this is something that you want to pursue or whether maybe it's time to call it quits. Unfortunately, with the whole Michael situation, he outright rejected me. I ended up telling him that I liked him and he just said that he wasn't into it, which is totally fine, by the way. I'm not saying that in bitterness I and I hope he's happy wherever he is we had really good times together but if anything I appreciate that it ended there because think about it if he'd have gone on a fourth date with me and it wasn't going to work out that's four times that he would have spent even though I know the initial three times was like a getting to know you like I said by the fourth date you already kind of know whether you want to be with this person or not so taking someone out for the fourth time and still not being sure? I mean, what are you wanting, right? But again, case by case basis, I get that. I actually saw him a couple of years back and he was on a date with another person. I'm not sure whether they were 
actually dating or not I don't know if it looked like a date though like there was that it was very apparent that there was this kind of we're just meeting for the first time vibe and I know trust me you'll you'll know when you see two people who have just met it's very apparent that they've just met and I think that was the situation here but he seemed very happy and I sincerely hope that that is the case sometimes things just don't work out but it means that it's going to leave room for something that will and I'm glad that I had that experience anyway so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of confessions and misadventures if you did please feel free to sound off on twitter I would love to hear from you guys. My handle is at X, And I hope wherever you guys are, whatever you're doing, and wherever you're going while you're listening to this, that you're in a happy place. All of the best, everyone. Amelia Reinhardt, signing out. Mm-hmm.